hello and welcome to the Kuji Cast, episode 10, The Ruler Origin Story. No, it is it's not clickbait. We get the actual origin story. Yeah, this is probably going to be like the weirdest chill episode. It's literally just the anthology, but there's just a, a plenty to talk about. I know, I'm so surprised because when they showed the previews, they didn't have like any Kuji Bros previews. Oh, the only thing was, it was, yeah, Chikai getting beat up, which was fine, but I was like, I want the Kuji Bros. Yeah, all we saw was Chikai getting beat up by Kamome. And I, I was I was excited, <laughs> but we didn't see Toy there. Yeah, I was thinking like, oh man, we're not going to get a lot of Kuji Bros content. But, but then, then we, we did. did. <laughs> we digressed! Hello, my name is Kat. My pronouns are he and him. I am an artist, and I do some translation work in the Sadazanmai fandom. You can find all that stuff on my Tumblr blog, Kyatazanmai. Also, gonna be more relevant as we go along through this episode, I did a little fan translation for the Chikai chapter of this anthology, which is also on Kyatazanmai. And then for my Twitter, you can find me at It's Kato. You can also find me on my live tweet Twitter at Let's Kato. Let's underscore Kato. And yeah, that's about it. Hello, I'm Faye. And I'm sorry if my mic quality is weird this time. I have changed absolutely nothing, so I don't know what the issue is. It's not a Coochie cast episode without technical difficulties. Exactly. It just has to happen. But uh, my pronouns are she. I'm also a writer and an artist sometimes for the fandom, and I have done absolutely nothing to contribute like Kat has. My Twitter is ToyMoney with two O's, and my AO3 account is ToyKuji with two O's. Uh, and content warnings, of course. Just that. You know by the, this point. I don't know why. <laughs> you would just start listening on this episode. We're 10 episodes in. You should know by now. You get me. So what we're going to be talking about today is the Sarazanmai anthology. Minna de Sarazanmai. Yay. And we even, we actually decided to do the anthology, bef like the day before they announced that the anthology was going to be translated into English officially. Thank you, Based Seven Seas! Thank you. I'm so excited. I can't believe it. I really didn't think it was going to happen, ever. I don't know why I thought it would be, like, hard for them to get, but now we're getting it. Yeah, I just never, almost never see anthologies translated. Like, the the last one I can think of, in fairness, I don't read a lot of manga anymore, but the last one was, like, the Ace Attorney anthology got officially translated. Yeah, but that's, like, super popular, so, I don't know. Yeah, Sarazanmai is much more niche than that, but Seven Seas has been itching that scratch for us since they released the Ryomabu manga. So thank you, thank you so much, Seven Seas. You've saved us from languishing in the darkness. So I guess onto the anthology itself. It is a lovely little book. I think, Kat, we both have the physical versions, right, in Japanese? Yep. Yep. Um... So uh, if you want to get the Japanese version, it's very good. But you can also wait for the English version, which is great. 
I'm so excited. You can buy it as both a digital and physical book. Uh, if they decide to ship things from Japan again, good thing I bought this. I pre-ordered this like back in September of 2019. And then we didn't get it until January. Yeah. They had to delay it quite a few times, which I understand completely. Yeah, imagine trying to get all these artists to, you know, meet the deadlines on time. You know, they're all doing their other stuff. It's also the reason why it takes forever for each manga chapter to get out. Like, that shit's hard! Miki does this traditionally! And I'm I'm glad I haven't seen anybody, like, complain about it so far, though. I think, yeah, I think the whole Sarazanma fandom is just willing to wait. I I don't even see people, like, complain about, like, no translations of anything. We're just happy with what we can get. <laughs> I'm so glad I have curated my Twitter timeline and I don't look at the Tumblr tag anymore. I don't even think the Tumblr tag does anything. <laughs> like, I don't think it's populated at all. I mean, I've looked at it recently. It's usually either like a fan art or manga panels or people like leaving their first impressions on it. Oh, that's nice. It's not much, but at least I don't really see anything too negative. At least, like, not the level of garbage that we got <laughs> between episodes 10 and 11. That was the low point of the sodas on my fandom. God damn. I'm sure all those people are just gone now. Yeah, a lot of them just straight up left when Rayo and Mabu died. <laughs> they were like, fuck this show, I'm tired of being queer baited. Imagine if we did that when Chikai died. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of being queer baited. <laughs> and by queer baited, I mean you baiting my queer ass into liking this motherfucker. <laughs> he does that so much. Okay, so we should talk about the cover first because it's cute. And he even has Chikai on it. Yeah, Chikai's looking at his phone because I'm blowing up his DMs. And then also, okay, so Toy is with the trio and they're super happy and cute. And Mickey's cap is, of course, look adorable. They're perfect babies. Uh, and Capitoy has a little lollipop. A little, little red lollipop! <laughs> you know, he's giving it to Toy. Oh, it's so cute. They're just little babies. So then, the best part of the whole anthology is that, so when you first open it up, um, the first full color illustration is the cover, but with, without the text. But then the next illustration is Cooties. And it's 21-year-old Chikai with 10-year-old Baby Toy. And Baby Toy, he's crying. And Chikai's, like, just holding him. And, oh god, it's just so sweet. Yeah, he has such a complicated expression on his face, too. Uh, fuck. So much. And, like, you, okay, so the whole image is that you can tell they're in the bedroom, um, their old bedroom, because the, there's a little soccer ball thing in the back and yeah toy is in his uh clothes from episode four chikai isn't yeah you can see the the jackets on the ground next to them yeah, and toy's just curled up with chikai and he's sleeping but crying at the same time oh and chikai's holding the lollipop it's so much this is the first this is the first thing we get what's also interesting about this particular image is that uh we got to see on the artist Kurano Mataki's uh, Twitter, we got to see like earlier drafts for it. So like one was Rayo Mabu, but the other three were Kuji Bros. 
I think in the original draft for this illustration, I think the jacket was draped over toy. Oh no. Maybe. I might be misremembering that, but... Yeah, I don't remember the pictures exactly, but I just remember that they were very cute, and I liked all of them a lot. It was mostly toy-hugging Chikai. Speaking of toy-hugging Chikai, the next illustration that we get of the Kuji Bros is from Hidaka Shoko. It's like my favorite image to ever exist, ever. It's uh, Is that still your Discord icon? I don't know, Discord's not open right now. Yes. Yeah, of course it is. How could I ever change it? It's so good. Okay, so in this, Toy, toy is hugging Chikai. We have 14-year-old Toy now. He's hugging Chikai, and Chikai has an arm around him, like, in his hair. And also, Chikai is bleeding. You see the red circle under them. You see the red all over Chikai's clothes. You see the gun on the ground next to them. This is just a heartbreaking image, and I can't handle it. I mean, it was, like, shocking to me when I first saw it, because, like, you don't see them hug ever. <laughs> Except for, you know, when Toy is a baby. It's just so much. You don't see this level of affection. And it's and Chikai, like, you can tell. You can see the very edge of his smile. And I hate it. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that before! God damn it! <laughs> That's what gets me every time. He's smiling. I always thought it, thought it was, like, part of Toy's hair, but no, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's him smiling! This is so cruel. Oh, and Toy is, like, looking at the camera. Ugh. So before that image gets us, <laughs> let's move on to another image that kills me instantly. It's the happy one. By Koskabe Akira. The one happy picture we get, and I love it. They're eating soba together! I can't believe- it's just so sweet, it's- <laughs> Chikai's head patting Toy. He got Sarah in the back. That's so good. Toy is smiling. Chikai is smiling. Sarah's smiling. Sarah's like looking over at them and she has a little heart above her head and she's happy. It's so cute. Oh, and there's cherry blossoms going by inside, which is beautiful. <laughs> They're just happy. Currently formulating headcanons about this image in my mind. It looks like Chikai is like working at the soba shop. Sarah granting Toy's wish. Oh, Sarah, please. Okay, this is canon. <laughs> this image is canon now. It's so sweet. Chikai's expression is so gentle. And Toy, he's blushing. He's so happy. And like, are we not going to comment on Chikai wearing his dad's clothes? Oh, I didn't even notice that was his dad's clothes. Oh no. <laughs> I hate it. And that color, it actually looks good on him for once. Because it's not the disgusting dark yellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even have terrible eye bags. He looks his age. Yeah. <laughs> God, this image. The smile on Toy's face. Oh. <laughs> this is what we deserve. It's what he deserves. Toy deserves a happy life with Nissan. And in Asakusa, where he can be with his friends, he can have all of it. Yeah, he could have had it all! <laughs> so the next image is by Paco, who did the illustrations for, uh, I think it was Occultic Nine, that light novel. It's part of the semicolon series, the science adventure series. But they did an illustration, looks really fucking cool. It is really cool. Top text, we are going to bottom text, beat you to death. <laughs> That's literally the the energy this image is exuding. 
Yeah, the composition is really beautiful, and it's just uh, Shikai and Toy looking very menacingly at the camera. They're in a tunnel. There's water at the at the bottom. I like to believe they're in a storm drain. <laughs> Chica is where he belongs. <laughs> God, he looks so good. Um, you know, he looks he looks cool. I guess in this one, and Toy, he looks. This this is Toy's thirteenth birthday photo shoot. Have you seen that post? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We just need to add a sign where it just says preteen, but the pre is crossed out. <laughs> He's a teen. Toy asking for that photo shoot, Jukai just happily obliges because he's an asshole. Also because Jukai wants more excuses for toy pictures. Oh yes, definitely. And so the we so the full color illustrations, there's like ten of them, and four of them were Kuji Bros, which is astounding to me. Yeah, especially because we weren't expecting like much Kuji love in this for some reason. Well, because none of the previews had, like, Kujis, so I was worried. Yeah, all we saw was uh, Kamame kicking Chikai's ass. And that can mean anything. I mean, it's amazing. Like, for <laughs> for reference, there's, I think, three Rayo Mabu ones. And then there's, like, a group Irizanmai one, Sara, and then Trio and Haruka. So there's the most Kujis out of everyone. <laughs> they ratioed everyone. No one asks for this except for Kuji fans. And then we get to the comics. And there's like less Kuji bros in the comics. But that's okay, because what we get is a lot. We get an entire chapter dedicated to them. But before that, we get a little chapter. It's by Techno Samata, and the chapter's called Atena Sugar. And it's about Toy and Enta meeting up. It's post-series. Yeah, so they're older. Yeah, Toy's got a little, got a new jacket on it. It looks really nice. It is. It does look cool. Why is Toy always so cool? He's so fashionable. Even when he's being a little goofy kappa, he's got to look the coolest at all times. Unfortunately, I don't think anyone's translated this yet, including me. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember if it was translated. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think it was. <laughs> Which, which is a shame, because I, I love Enta and Toy. And Toy writes. And they seem to be talking about Chikai during this, because I can only tell because there are lollipops. Ah, uh, there's a little point where Toy, he just looks up and he says, Sada. And then Enta's like, Sada? <laughs> and then Enta, I think he's pulling out the um, lollipops that Chikai gave him. I mean, it's probably not the lollipops that Chikai gave him, but it's... The same, the same flavors, at least. And then Enta tells Toy that he met Chikai. And Toy's just like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I met him for a bit. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he did say something about that. <laughs> and then aww, Enta tells him, he told me to eat these with my friends. Aww, Toy. He looks down at the lollipops and he's just reminiscing about Chikai and you get this shot of Chikai smiling. Because Toy, after everything, Toy is still thinking fondly about Chikai. And Toy smiles! <laughs> <sighs> so I think yeah, that's nice that thinking about Chikai isn't painful for him. He can smile. Oh, 
that's so sweet oh my god it's really i love the art style on this too which is so pretty it's so pretty it's so good sad and i I know that this is like the conversation that a lot of people wanted to see enta and toy talking about chikai It's, it's really good i'm glad enta met chikai I'm glad he had that horrible, horrible experience. <laughs> Where he almost died. <laughs> and then Shikai also died. <laughs> it's all Enta's fault. Yeah, it is. It's a good thing Kazuki didn't meet Shikai because he would never remembered this. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Kazuki would like dig into his jacket one day and pull out both lollipops and he's like, huh, where did I get these? Kazuki, you're so stupid. <laughs> so before we talk about the Kuji Bros chapter, I just want to say that I am personally offended that we did not see Nesan in the Yurizanmai <laughs> section. So Yurizanmai is the greatest chapter ever in the world. Yurizanmai is the greatest contribution to humanity. Although for some reason the anthology got like review bombed on Amazon because of its inclusion. Yes. <laughs> Which is fucking bizarre to me. People were so mad about Yuri's on my existing in the anthology. I don't. <laughs> no fun allowed. No girls allowed. We don't want girls in this. Even though everyone's a lesbian by default. It's so funny. Okay. Anyway, so what happens is Enta wishes <laughs> he gets the dish. This is um. A canon divergence from episode one, Ranta gets the dish, and he wishes for everyone to be girls. Yeah, he does it as a joke, but then it actually happens. It happens, and even Cappy turns into a girl, too. They're all so cute as girls. <laughs> They're so precious. And it's like, it's, it's pretty much the fan version of them as girls that, like, everyone seemed to have. Like, Enta having pigtails, Kazuki looking like Sada, Toy with, like, a short haircut. And it's just, um... Akiko Morishima style is just so cute, and they're round and cute. And I think people were extra offended that um, that they talked about periods in this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little gag where where Enta's like, "Oh right, Nechon wanted me wanted me to share these with you guys," and then she pulls out a set, like a period pad and gives it to Tolanch. <laughs> I'm showing this on screen. That it's just so good. <laughs> toy space toy <laughs> and yeah this specifically made people mad because they were like i didn't read this to hear period jokes it's funny though it's funny you laugh when you see toy suffer yes we do unfortunately and also toy's chest is canonically tender <laughs> there's a whole you know they're trying to get yuri flowers it's it's wonderful. Toy found one behind a funeral home! <laughs> so yeah, en- enough dilly-dallying. Yes, Nesson didn't get to appear at Yuri's on my because it would have been too powerful. She would have destroyed all of us. <laughs> we, we all would have died, so unfortunately, can't have that. But Sarah and Kepi are lesbians, and that's beautiful. Love wins. Oh god, I love Yuri's on my... Okay. Now we can move on. Now, now we can move on to the actual main event. The part that I actually got to translate. Because who else would translate this? I mean, there there was also another translation. But I, but I translated it anyway. So this is the Chikai chapter. It's called Bog. 
Or you could also translate it as swamp. <laughs> what are you doing in my swamp? Shrek. So this chapter opens up on Shikai getting the shit kicked out of him. It's so good. Yeah, he's getting beat up in the gang. God, it's so relieving to see this after his portrayal in the anime and how Toy is like, oh, Nissan's so badass. I know. It's, it just confirms that Chikai is a terrible criminal. Yeah, so it opens up on uh, Chikai failing to be a good lookout. And then Yurikame, he gives him the chance to like uh, stab a dude with a knife, tosses it at him, and expects him to do something with it. But then Chikai chickens out. And Kamame kicks him in the face and is like, should have thought twice before leaving it to you. But then Shikai, he sees the ruler on the ground. He picks it up. He goes stabbing. He busts some ass. So that's the ruler origin story. I love it. No one asked for it, but we got it and I'm happy. <laughs> I can't fucking believe this. So then Shikai, he gives his usual, only the bad guys survive in this world. So what the hell was I doing? Referring to his hesitation to be violent. Oh, Chikai. Oh, Chikai. Then he starts thinking about Toy and how that clingy little brat is always getting in his way, but everyone still loves him. Including you, Chikai. <laughs> he, he says, God, he's so annoying, but he's my problem now. And then we see Toy and he's so small. And he hears Chikai. Chikai coming back and he's so excited. Yeah, he runs down the stairs and he's- Aw, oh, the shirt. It's so big on him. It's clearly Chikai's. Yes, and it has a little lightning bolt. <laughs> so this is- okay, so Chikai says that this is my- like, he's my problem now. I was assuming that this was, like, prior to their parents dying, but I guess it's after. I just assumed that it was before because Toy is happy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. I don't know. Timeline unclear, but it's fine. Also, Toy doesn't have the eye bags yet. And it and the novel explicitly states that he got the eye bags after his parents' death. So, <laughs> we, we are very strict on the timeline here. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Toy, like, runs into Chikai to hug him and... Chikai is still wounded. Is something wrong? And Chikai's like, no, it's nothing. Anyway, I bought some food. And then Toy goes to set up the table. And then he starts talking about what happened to him today. And he's all happy. He's talking about the soccer club and how he's been improving. But while he's doing that, Chikai is thinking, why do you look so happy? What is there to be happy about? And Chikai is holding a knife while he's cutting stuff open. And he thinks, these feelings that I'll never understand. Then there's this fucking menacing panel of Chikai standing over Toy with the knife in his hand. And he says, I'll snuff them out. But then you have baby Toy's innocent little face and then he sneezes something i didn't really notice in this chapter before this is like how good the page turns are oh yeah it's really good i was gonna say that like it's we can't do it justice just talking about it like it's all in the the composition the suspense and the storytelling like it's all it's all part of you have to see it <laughs> but yeah so toy sneezes <laughs> Yeah, Toy sneezes. You turn the page and Chikai dropped the knife and he's just checking Toy's temperature now. <laughs> he presses his forehead against Toy's. Oh, it's so cute. 
You never see them, see them this close. No. So yeah, he says it doesn't seem to be a fever. And then, I don't know, <laughs> then they get surprised. And then he's like, oh shit. Oh no, I was being affectionate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just so cute. His toy is just precious in this. Chikai backs up and he's making this weird face. <laughs> But then Toy clings to him, and he and he starts like begging him, like, "Don't leave me behind. I'll be good. So please take me with you." No. And Shikai is just like, "Snuff them out. Don't listen to them. Shake them off." And he thinks, "I know it'll be easier this way. So why can't I do it?" And you get a shot of Toy hugging Shikai, and Toy just nuzzles into Shikai and looks so happy. Uh, and he says, Nissan, so warm. And Shikai wonders, if he actually becomes a bad guy, will he have to throw out this connection? So then Shikai's leaving, and he says he doesn't know if he's coming back, and Toy looks a little sullen, but then Shikai chimes in with, someday we'll live together again. It's a promise, Toy. No. <laughs> This is so offensive, all of this. I'd like to sue for damages. I just can't, I can't believe we got all of this. So yeah, it's just like this whole chapter of Chikai struggling to... This whole chapter of Chikai struggling. And just leave it there. And like struggling with the philosophy that he, I don't know, has made up himself that like he, to survive, he has to be bad, but that means having no connections, and he just can't not take care of Toy. Like, there's nothing forcing him to come home and feed Toy, except for his love for Toy. Exactly. It's so interesting that we get this chapter with Chikai's perspective, since we don't really see much of it in the actual show or the novels or anything like that. Yeah, I'm really glad. Chikai is a legitimately fascinating character. No. <laughs> I I think so. Hot take in the Kuji cast. Chikai is a boring character. He he has pathos. Come on. Oh, he's just so 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 good. He's so stupid. He's so dumb. But it but that's what's so fascinating about him. Like, why is he like this? Yeah, the holding the knife over Toy right before feeling his temperature is just so much. Okay, so like. I've made jokes about this on Twitter, but honestly, this chapter, it feels a lot like stuff that the Kuji fandom as a whole has made. And I'm not saying that says like a knock or anything. I'm just saying this in terms of the Kuji fandom being a hive mind. It's true. I mean, yeah, we really are. Because a lot of fandom depicts 21-year-old Jakai as being like 0.25 seconds away from murdering Toy. <laughs> Only to immediately flip to the opposite. Yeah, he's like trying to convince himself to get rid of Toy. And he just can't. And he just ends up being a Nissan. He's just so whipped by this child. And like promising that they're gonna live together one day. Oh, I hate it. And how that carries over into the show. Yes, and Toy, like he holds on to that promise. This isn't fair. I don't like this. This is a hate crime against me. <laughs> and just... <laughs> Toy getting to hug Chikai. And Chikai being weird about being close with Toy. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny, but it's so tragic. It really is, because it just you have to look at the panels, but it's like, so Chikai brushes Toy's hair back and puts his forehead against Toy's, 
and like is holding his forehead against toy in the next panel and saying like it doesn't look like a fever and then suddenly they both look surprised <laughs> and then she kind of pulls back with a weird face it's like he's so bad at this oh, he's so bad at being a human <laughs> you know what relatable yeah i just love how emotionally constipated the coochies are it's just so good this is relatable content to me unfortunately it's just so hard for them both but yeah, the feeling is very much the, I guess it's like the atmosphere that Kuji fanworks usually have, which is like this, a lot of darkness with Chikai, but then Toy is like the little cute light in it. <laughs> yeah, Chikai's whole life is like all terrible and misery and dark, but then you get Toy and he's a cute little baby and it's just wonderful. Like even in the more depressing comics, like Toy is comparatively like the light. Anyway, how do I get like 10 more of these? For the love of God, we need a Kooji spinoff. Please. We keep saying it. Please, Ikohara. We know you're working on a new anime. Kooji Bros movie, come on. Yes, please. Runaway AU movie, come on. Oh my God. Could you imagine? The, the whole fandom would just implode. <coughs> <laughs> Fuck. It would kill Cat. <laughs> it's already killing me. Okay, we need to move on. We have to move on. So anyway, there. The, uh, after this, there is a chapter where uh, Enta gets stuck up Kepi's ass. Of course. Doesn't have much to do with the Kuji Bros as a whole, but <laughs> Toy gets to do some funny stuff in it. Doesn't he comment on Kazuki being a virgin? <laughs> yes! They have to finger Kepi to get it out. <laughs> and Kazuki's like, no, I'm still a virgin. <laughs> And Toy's like a virgin, huh? He's like making fun of Kazuki. Yeah, th this was uh, this was a learning moment for me though, because it's through this chapter that I learned that there are two different words for virgin in Japanese. There, there's dick virginity and what I can only describe as orifice virginity. <laughs> I get how that can seem handy. And so, what version are they using in this one? Uh, dick. <laughs> Kazuki's like, what do you mean by that toy? And then you get a lovely picture of <laughs> Kazuki fingering Kepi's hole. So let's move on. Thank you, Sarah's online. Oh, uh, and then and there's Miggy's manga. We move on to Miggy's section. So in this, um, Enka is writing a letter to Toy, right? And so he and Kazuki start to reminisce about when they were in school together and <laughs> Toy looking at his phone! And he's smiling, looking at his phone. And Enta makes fun of him, he's like, oh, I get it. Kuji always makes that that hideous face whenever he's texting his Nichan. Oh my god, that's so good. Toy smiling at his phone because he's texting Nissan. Thank you, Miki. And then him smiling with Kazuki and Enta. Trio being happy. Miggy, please give us more of these moments, please. I just want them to be happy. But we do get them happy! Yes, we flash forward into the future. And Toy's hanging out with Nyantaro! He's got Nyantaro sleeping in his lap. And we get to see Nyantaro's babies! Okay, do we think that Nyantaro is actually a girl? <laughs> or... There's evidence on both sides, and I think we might have to consider them objectively. 
so in the first place, <laughs> Yantaro, um, his, his original name was Elizabeth. And the first time we see him is in a dress. And then Kazuki steals him and calls him Yantaro. So do we trust Kazuki to figure out the gender better than the owner? I, I, I would not. Kazuki is an idiot. I know. I, I don't think Kazuki would look or tell. I think he would just come up with the name Yantaro and go with it. But you, the audience, may be thinking, but what about Nyantaro's fat nutsack? Do we know that it's a nutsack? Yeah, we don't have confirmation of that. What if it's just the fattest pussy on the planet? <laughs> or perhaps one of those weird little sack things that cats have at certain times <laughs> of the year. I don't know. We are not body shaming Nyantaro. Absolutely not! Nyantaro is a fat icon! Nyantaro can be whoever they want to be, and I support them. Absolutely. So, I don't I don't know, it's hard to come down on either side, I guess. I mean, I don't trust Kazuki, so that's that's difficult to figure out. What, what is this, what does this Nyantaro discourse say about Chikai? <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like, I, okay, so his parallels with Kazuki and his parallels with Nyantaro seems like he has some gender identity issues underneath the surface that we haven't explored. Let's let's just say Chikai has a difficult relationship with his manhood. You know, I agree. <laughs> I think he, he's experiencing some toxic masculinity. Yeah, that that's the point. That's the point of all of this. Thank you, Nyantaro. Nyantaro breaking the gender binary. <laughs> okay, back to the manga. Yeah, back back to Kuji's. Oh, Toy falls asleep and then. <laughs> Kazuki and Ento are like, hey, let's take a picture of him sleeping. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, who would do that? Oh, and then the next page. Next page, we see... We flash back to Chikai taking a picture of Toy while he's sleeping. There's there's so much happening here. So Miggy has confirmed what every Kuji fan believed and knew in their hearts. That Chikai <laughs> takes pictures of Toy when he's not like looking and keeps them because he's a creepy person. My brain is screaming. And like, I, we don't even know where they are. Toy's sleeping on a couch. Chikai's in the windowsill just looking over him, taking a picture. And then he looks at the picture and he smiles. How often do you think Chikai does this? Is it like any time that Toy isn't looking? Yes. Yes. Any time and every time. This is his folder of Toy pictures. I can't believe that it's official. God, he's he's got to have like multiple folders at this point. It's so much. <laughs> Needs multiple phones to hold all of them. <laughs> multiple phones, just for a bunch of toy pictures. He doesn't know how a SIM card works. <laughs> <laughs> this man, no. Chikai does not have a brain. <laughs> it's full of toy pictures, and I approve. God, seeing this for the first time just fucking broke me. So, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, am I misunderstanding something? <laughs> Surely we can't. We aren't getting confirmation that Chikai takes pictures of Toy in his sleep. Surely that wouldn't happen. <laughs> I mean, then we get into the discussion of is anything in the anthology canon? Which to that I say, yeah. I mean, at the very least, if it's Miggy. I mean, she's she's doing the manga, so of course. In my personal opinion, I consider like everything in the anthology and also in like the in like the Seiyu events and the drama CDs to be half canon. 
because if the if these like interactions didn't happen then at least like the character dynamics and the things that we learn about these characters are canon or at least like ikuni approved yes and chikai does take pictures of toy when he's asleep and that is canon that is canon. That's just full canon. I mean, the okay, so in the anime, we only have confirmation of him having, like, one toy picture on his phone, but then the novel says he has a folder of toy pictures. <laughs> so, logically, the next step is him taking pictures of toy when he doesn't look. Because toy can't know. God. So he has to take creep shots of him instead. Great. And he smiles at it. I hate Chikai. God, I love him. Oh, and then and then the next page is them with their their issues, and you get Shikai patting Toy's head. And then you turn the page, and it's just a bunch of photos. You get another picture of Toy sleeping that the boys took, because these are the people who love Toy. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sad. Okay, and you do get a picture of Nyantaro on on his back, and there's only. It only appears to be one ball there now, so... And, like, minuscule compared to the anime, so... Make of that what you will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then and the next page is all of them smiling together. Oh, there's a baby, There's a baby kitty in the back. There's a baby kitty, Oh, This is so good. Thank you, Miggy. Thank you so much, Miggy. I love how Miggy can just, like, make everyone happy. Because you get, you, there's Ray Mabu there. We didn't mention them, but they are they're there. They're there with Sarah. Yeah. And then you get the trio being happy. And then you have Chikai and Toy and cute stuff with them. Everyone gets to be happy in this chapter. And then that's how the anthology ends. And it's beautiful. Just gives you warm feelings. So when Seven Seas brings this over, this week in the Kuji fandom, Seven Seas is bringing this over. Fucking buy it. Please, I beg you. At least buy the digital edition if you really want. But also buy the physical release. I'm gonna buy both. <laughs> I think I will too. Because I'll need to see the translations like day one. I don't want to wait for it. Gotta see. I I'm so glad that they're doing this so I don't have to. <laughs> I know. We were prepared to make Cat translate the whole thing. You guys were like bugging me about it in the server. Look, I didn't ask you to. I was just in mild support of it. You were demanding me. Well, you know. Where else am I going to get my Kuji content? It's never going to get translated, Cat. You're right. <laughs> Not until I learn Japanese in a hundred years. When we're in the old folks' home. So the artist we're going to be spotlighting for this week's episode is... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Is at... Kaya underscore WRB underscore three. They're currently locked, but they frequently like unlock. I don't know. It's sort of an on and off thing with them. Just sort of catch them while you can. But they draw like a lot of good Kuji content. Some of it's shippy. A lot of it's not. They do a lot of gender bins. They usually post their gender bins behind their Poipiku links. But, like, they draw, like, the tiniest baby toys, and they're just so adorable. They even have a baby chikai, too. Baby twins. Baby twins! It's just precious. They do they do so many good coochies. It's just... They're baby toys, so tiny. I'm just, like, looking... 
there's there's like one comic where <laughs> where Shikai is like, okay, toy nap time. And so Toy crawls into bed and he's like, can you tell me a story? <laughs> and then Shikai reads him a story and then everyone in the Shikotama office falls asleep. <laughs> because his voice is, is Sudaken. So yes, this person is just wonderful. You should follow them for the cutest baby toys. And also just the prettiest jo toys in general. And also beautiful Kuji mom. Yes, yes, I was gonna mention there's there's a Kuji mom. Aw, oh, she's so gorgeous. And she looks like Chikai. I appreciate that. I appreciate when Kuji artists, like, have the Kuji parents, like, resemble their sons a bit. <laughs> Even though the sons don't resemble each other. It, it builds a nice bridge between the two. It's very sweet. See, this was a, just a happy, positive Kuji thing. Yeah, th this was this was a very, very light episode in comparison to the others, where, where the anime is just pain and suffering. We need it. We need this break. <laughs>